Well, we've been supporting uh, missions in the country of Bangladesh, 167 million people that John will be telling you about for over 40 years. We had Holy Ghost Hall, and we took on a couple by the name of Mel uh, and Marjorie Bills. And uh, their family, I believe, used to go to Grace Baptist on 22nd Street in Richmond. And um, so we supported Mel and uh, Marge for a while, then they came to the States. After that, uh, we were privileged to support Dr. John Bullock and Hortense, an orthopedic surgeon that God said, sell your yacht, give up your practice, and go and give your skills to the people of Bangladesh. And he did. Went to Chittagong Hospital, set up an orthopedic clinic, and ministered there for a lot of years. Wonderful, wonderful couple. Uh, after them, or maybe even along with them, was a friend of mine, Dr. William Berrick. He and I went to seminary together in San Francisco. Wonderful, wonderful man, brilliant mind, humble spirit. And he and Barbara, with their family, uh, they went to Bangladesh, they labored for years. He was majored at Bible translation and gave the people of uh, Bangladesh a new translation, updated, and uh, had a great ministry, then went to Master's Seminary and became a Hebrew prof. He, on his exit, and when he came to us, and he said he was leaving, he said, there's a man I recommend that you lay your hands on and partner with. And he said, he's a national, he's a wonderful man, I love him, went on and on. And he told us about John Sirkar. So the last 23 years, we've partnered with this brother, but I just thought, all the way back to Holy Ghost Hall, over 44 years ago, we started supporting Bangladesh and the people there. So we've got a great investment in the souls of Bangladesh. And we thank God we have John Sirkar with us, and he's going to give you a report on what God is doing there. Come, John. Wonderful. I never have seen this kind of thing come out. So I'm so grateful to the Lord for this opportunity to come. Well, my main purpose of coming here to give you a report what the Lord has done in my country. I enjoy, I really enjoy coming to America. I want to thank you, Dave and Frank, for allowing me to stay in their house and Wonderful meals, if you prefer. I, I never get that kind of beef steak in Bangladesh. So, so great. Well, I'm from the country called Bangladesh. Bangladesh is a small country, same size of Iowa State in the United States. And Iowa has only five million people, but we are 160. 7 million people, the highest densely populated country in the world. Dr. Wendell Campton, who is now to be with the Lord, he told, if you bring all the people of the world into the state of Texas, Texas will not be as crowded as Bangladesh. So many people there. And 95% people are Muslims, and some Hindus, and microscopic minority Christian there. So I'm living with the Muslim people all the time. And it's a great joy for me to tell you Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Don't tell that in Bangladesh on the road because it's a blasphemy. Anything goes against the Quran is a blasphemy. It's a very hard country. So here, I enjoy the freedom. 
I enjoy being speaking, telling people what the Lord is doing. I spent six years of education uh, into this country. I was in uh, four years in uh, Tacoma, uh, uh, Northwest Baptist Seminary, Tacoma, Washington, and a couple of years in Tennessee Temple University. I tell you, I spent my best time of my life into the United States. I enjoy America. America is so good. So good. You have so many schools, so many good professors, so many books. Uh, the country, the road is so good. The food is so good. The churches is so good. Many Americans do not know that. What do you have? Pastor, if anyone complains, send them to Bangladesh one time. They will never, ever will complain. But I'm so glad that when I've been graduated, Lord clearly told me, go back to your country and shout, tell them the people that I am the Lord and no other name given under this heaven by which men can be saved. And that is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is what I'm telling to my people. And uh, that's why I came to the United States and I tell the churches, uh, we started, uh, we are 167. We do not have one Bible college and seminary. South Carolina has 43 Bible colleges and seminaries in that place. But we do not have one. But Lord has called me to go back. And I started a seminary Bible college. That is what I'll be reporting to you. I, I really enjoy, and I, I spoke many churches in America to their mission conference. I'm so grateful to you that you are supporting uh, to, to the missionaries at different parts of the world. But you really do not know what the missionaries are doing. They are the other side of the world. Pastor mentioned like John, Dr. Bullock or Bill Barrick. You do not know. They are just other side, 12, 12 hours time difference even. One of the great missionaries came to India. 1792, 11th of November. And his name was Dr. William Carey. And as soon as he came to India, he started preaching the gospel. Christ died for our sin, according to the scripture. He was buried and rose again on the third day. He needed to be born again. Come and accept the Lord Jesus Christ. That time, my great, great, great grandfather, came forward and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior. Dr. William Carey did not know 200 years ago that 200 years later somebody named will be John Sharkar and he will be one of my convert son. He did not know that. So many times I tell the churches, the pastor, you do not know what are we doing today for the Lord Jesus Christ. But the day will come when all of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And the Lord will tell us, well done, my son. Well, with your help, we have started a seminary. I want to take you to Bangladesh, please. Uh, Bangladesh is a very small country, that um, same size of Iowa State. It is a very small. South is the Bay of Bengal, and North is India. So all the rainwater from the Mount Himalaya go through Bangladesh. The right side is a Chittagong, which is the second largest city in the country. It has over 10 million people. So our ministry there, this is our building, a seminary, Bible college, orphanage building, and you have built that building with your money and five of your men went there to dedicate this building. Uh, this, is, this is not my building. This is the Capitol Hill. I mean, I mean, our parliament government building. All the politics is from there. And there was no country called Bangladesh prior to 1971. East Pakistan. Pakistan had two uh, wings, east and west, 1,200 mile Indian territory. East Pakistan wanted independence from the West Pakistan. That's why Pakistan military government, even today they are military, they killed three million of my Bengali people. In their honor, our country made this uh, monument. Uh, 
people and people. Two months ago, uh, that people are buying ticket, uh, rail station. So they are standing to try to get the rail ticket. So they go like this way. People go everywhere, front, inside, back, side, right side, left side, people go. People travel like this way. And uh, this is also uh, uh, people, I mean, traveling. You can see the people that everywhere. Not only by road, water also. Sheep. And so many people go on the ship. Ship sink. And what happened? Then you can see the people crying. Um, hundreds and hundreds of people are killed time to time because of the rail accident or ship sinking and etc. It's a Muslim country, one of the largest Muslim countries in the world. It's the middle of the street on Friday. You and I come to the church on Sunday, they go to the mosque, but mosque is overcrowded. So they stop all these things and they go to the prayer. You can see both sides, the highway, a wide junction, we call it. So you cannot go. I mean, so many people. Really, that disturbed me. Let me tell this. They worship the false god. They worship Allah. We worship the true God. We need to have their spirit to worship the Lord. We need that kind of zeal. You know, many churches I have been to, there are few people. I don't know why. I don't know why. But people there, you cannot walk even. They will not allow you because they are bowing towards Mecca. Everywhere people worship like this. Two months ago, the word called Korban. Only one time mentioned in our Bible, seven chapter mark, means sacrifice. So Muslims believe the remission of sin, forgiveness of sin, depends on the blood of animal. So over a million cattle has been killed, slaughtered, two months ago. Okay, next slide. Uh, this is uh, people catching fish in Bangladesh. You know, it's amazing to me when I see the National Geographic, the TV, American people go to get fish, this big fish, and then let it go. I said, well, send that to Bangladesh. We want to eat that. <laughs> we get small one inch of fish, and we eat those. This is people uh, in the water. Um, Sundarbon, Royal Bengal Tiger, that divide India and Bangladesh. So uh, one Royal Bengal Tiger, probably you can see the Royal Bengal Tiger going back, swimming going back to probably India, came to Bangladesh to get it lunch. So um, there are a lot of deer uh, in that hill. Irrigation, we, we eat rice. So water uh, always is needed. We plant, um, transplant the rice. This is a tea garden. We produce a lot of tea. Uh, we hardly have coffee in that country. There are always tea. So we drink a lot of tea. Uh, we are still 200 years behind the modern technology. People still uh, plow the land by cow. And then, um, see, this is cow. Uh, manpower is cheap. There is not too much job in that country. Uh, this is rice. Uh, then we take that rice by hand and transplant to another place. Uh, this is rice is growing. This country is green. This is rice is ready to harvest. And then now they cut it down, uh, taking those to their home and uh, taking out the rice. And then this is the rice. It's a lot of work, lot of work. Um, one of my messages, Second Timothy chapter two, I said the, the characteristics of uh, a Christian is a farmer. Why farmer? Work, work, work. Until he comes, we need to work all the time. 
Um, next picture is a flood. Flood came to Bangladesh. Uh, this year, a lot of rain came you know, from India and came to Bangladesh. Many houses. You can see people sitting where their, their house, the roof, even gone under water. One of my pastor's house has been washed away, and I'm praying to rebuild his house. We need to make a um, retaining wall first, and then put it dark and build his house. So many houses been gone. You can see the water there coming. Flood is everywhere. You can see the road. People left their home and staying on the road. So again, this is Chittagong, the second largest city of the country, people everywhere. That just to draw your attention. Our ministry is seminated Bible College Orphanage Church Planting, what we have done. And our Bible verse is this, 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So we do not have any Bible. This is my student. What we do, we are not bringing Bangladeshi people to America. We are taking American professors to Bangladesh so that they can train. So we have, I don't know, 55, 60 students in our college. And the professor come twice three times to Bangladesh, apart from the professor, the pastor also come. And I teach there in the college. So this lady came last year. And this, um, we do not have Christian people. We go to the villages, preach, and then when a man accepts the Lord Jesus Christ, young man has qualification, we bring them to this place and train them and so that they can go. This is last two months ago, month ago, uh, June, July class. So professor came there. This is the pastor from Kalimazoo, Michigan. Uh, he comes there. I met with him. This is the professor from California. Uh, he, he goes there many times to teach. So every year, almost, we give some certificate to them. And our main job is not just to give a pep paper, a piece of paper. And their main job is to go back and this is professor also from California, went there. Uh, this is a man was a Muslim man. Came to the Lord, worked with us, we trained him, now he's preaching the gospel to the Muslim people. He knows the Arabic very well, so he tells the, what Quran tells. So that's good, teaching to the Muslim people. Another professor went there, uh, another professor, graduation almost every year few people graduate from our bible college and seminaries so this is a tribal man also been graduated so these are the people graduated um, there are some graduation picture this is last m month or two two months ago now our main job i always tell in the Bible, nowhere it tells go and plant seminary or Bible college. Bible tells go and plant churches. So through these people, we are planting churches in the country. So by the grace of God, we have planted 26 churches in the country. That is you. All praise and honor, glory belongs to the Lord. And second, that is you, because of you. Whenever my boys goes there somewhere, find 15, 20 people accepted the Lord, they tell me, uh, we need to build a church. So I come to the church, America and tell the churches, please help me, I want to build a church. Give me a little money, buy the land, and build the building. So my job to build independent, indigenous churches in the country. Um, this is small church. With the church, also we have school. Uh, we have 26 churches, 10 school buildings, also with the church. 
So this is a chart, another chart. There are a few church buildings that we can see. And um, in the villages, we're not in the city. There's the church. And uh, this, this is a pastor from Virginia. His mother built three churches in the country. So I told the pastor, you come. They support our ministry. You come and dedicate the church. And he did and came there to Bangladesh. So that's the inside. We sit on the floor. That's a Muslim people sit on the floor. So we do according to the culture. So we sit on the floor, and um, this is the church that Pastor Mother built, another church. So there are um, uh, 26 churches like this uh, almost everywhere. We, we make almost the same size, maybe 150, 120 people can sit on that church. This is the pastor, who was a Hindu man, came to us, accepted the Lord, uh, was in the Bible college. Now he planted two churches in the country. This is another church there, uh, inside another church. Uh, this is my hometown church. This is a hill track. Hill track is little difficult to go and preach. Because these are all Mongolian people, Buddhist people, and you know when Burma is a Buddhist country, and they try to chase all the Muslims out from Burma, Myanmar. So these people came to Bangladesh, they are giving the trouble to these Buddhist people. So this is a um, church inside, uh, there's a church in the hill tracks, another church, uh, small churches in the villages, there's another church building, another church building. So this way, I, I just brought this picture so that you can see. There's a school also there, please. Um, another church building in the hills. So many times we baptize so many people. I mean, I do not know, I, myself, 500 over people that I baptize. I don't keep in count, let the Lord, it's not my job to count. I mean, just we're fulfilling the, his command. Um, these are churches, being baptism. Uh, I don't baptize nowadays because, you know, government look for me and they ask me how many people I have been converted. Now, you know, we cannot convert. No one can convert anybody. Holy Spirit can do that. Our job is to, so the, when the people come, government people, how many people, sir, I've never converted anyone. I never make a man Christian. I just tell what the Bible tells. That's it. And they change their heart. So there are, I mean, many people advise me not to, not to baptize anymore. So my people does. Like, we do not put cross in our building. Uh, just for the security, in case this fundamentalist will come, will attack our building. So, um, next, please. Is that, uh, these are in the hills. Uh, these are my orphan boys. Was there young two people, we baptized them. There's a lot of baptism in the place. Uh, we baptized another day, this many people, next and uh, built a small hall in the hill tracks. Uh, we walk five, six, seven, eight hours, go to the villages, and then, you know, it's, I'm not that young anymore to walk, but, but it's so good that Lord given me strength to walk, go there. I take so many people with us, go to the villages, walk, and try to tell about the Lord Jesus Christ. Next, please. Uh, this man was against of us, so I preached to him. He finally he came to the Lord and is the head of the village man. This is another place we are preaching, uh, another church building. This is a revival meeting uh, going on. This is the church of our place. This is the place that you have built a hall. Last time when I came, this is a church, 10, three, 400, but revival time, 
seven, eight hundred people come. So I came to your church uh, last year and requested you to help me to build a hall. And you did it. I hope this is the hall that we are. This is in a process. Small. You know, it's a hard work to build a building in Bangladesh. We have to bring 50,000 bricks and then uh, break those bricks. See, these are, we broke these bricks. And this is the uh, hall was going on. Next, this is more advanced. Uh, uh, this is the corridor, big hall. And uh, you can see on the left-hand side, hardly you can see. Our water is so bad, no one can drink that. So we have to, this man is digging a well. Uh, we have the arsenic in our water, so if you drink, your skin will come out. So we went to 1,100 feet deep to get the fresh water. It is quite expensive to do, almost $5,000 was needed just to get this water. So we did that now with the fresh water. People, even outsider, come to get that water. So this is the uh, uh, building still. We did it. And it has inside there are six or seven restrooms. Uh, you can see this is a restroom inside. And um, of course, it's the Bengali style restroom, not an Americans. You know, there's a high commode one and other such Bengali things. So uh, this is the building, final building is there. It's completed, and you have built that. Your church, given the money last year, and we built this house. OK, uh, it's gone. What happened? Um, we built this house. Uh, and then, uh, several months ago, when I dedicated, we have the baptism to this place. You can see the baptism in outside. The problem is this. When you baptize like this in outside, Muslims sees it, and they think we are converting that time. And you know, baptism is nothing but the outward expression of our inward faith. Baptism doesn't take you to heaven. So we have a man came and baptized, and that day we baptized this 21 people. So that's your, your money has been invested there totally. And this is um, a church building, school building. This is another church building. We buy low land. You can see water there. Low land, then filled it up with dirt. In the hill tracks, uh, again, uh, one time, Lord allow me to baptize these people. Um, we have schools, 10 schools, and it brings the favor of the government. Uh, Bangladesh people do not have education. So we teach them A, B, C, D, but at the same time, they know the Bible. This is a kids are learning. Oh, we give them some food to eat. Uh, they pray even. They learn how to pray for the food. And um, they uh, enjoy of being with us, got the education uh, inside the church. I'll go baptize again another place, some people. And the one time we went to the village and 58 people came to the Lord and we baptized. There is 58 people there and we planted a church there. And uh, many baptism on the top of the hill. Again, on the top of the hill, we baptized people. We baptized the, um, there are tribe called Kumi. That's one of my orphan boys standing in the middle. He was with me many years. He has two master degree. Now he has a pastor. Orphan boy become a pastor of a church and he started baptizing people. This is an old story. Uh, you know, when I go to the villages, you take walk like this way, a uh, little water in the muddy water. I cannot walk like this. Um, because there are a lot of leech in that uh, water. And if you get there, are many big leeches get into your leg. I don't like the leech. I don't know how much you love those. I just hate those. <laughs> Look at the leech. They come and get you. I mean, uh, 
we go to the other side of the river uh, uh, preach the gospel next please um, we have an orphanage our orphanage is the best in the country government said not me my government said because we are these are the few kids we have accepted and see they are sitting and um, in a I teach them every day uh, their bed just like my bed their beautiful building they have separate chair table building government says it is the best in the country I praise the Lord for that they have education the teachers come every day three or four teachers come and teach them in our classes so they eat food even serve to them they are so happy and I'm happy they are coming to the Lord. That's my best part to do that. Um, uh, another, this is, I'm sitting and every day I teach them. Some of my kids memorizes over 400 Bible verses. They can tell that. And we baptize these people. Uh, one time my kids been baptized. One time I baptized this. And um, another baptism, my kids we baptized these young people. This was a Hindu girl, and one of my orphan boys, he loved that girl. We don't have Christian to marry, so they have to go find out a girl whom he likes, Hindu or Muslim. They teach them, teach them, come to me. I teach them, finally baptized. And one of my boys, who was 18 years with me, and he loved that girl, and we baptized her, and he's married now. In January, last January, get married, and he's like, this is the boy. They left him, my boy, and the, so his house is washed away. He become a pastor. Orphan boy become a pastor. His house has been washed away, and I'm praying to God that Lord will provide the means to build his house. Next, uh, this is a classroom. Many times professor come and they're uh, wife come and spend time with the kids. Um, we have a nice library. Um, built, they're, the, they're the biggest library in Bangladesh. Dr. Bill Barish, he said that. Uh, this is all the here. Gideon Bible, we go to the many places, distribute the Bible to the people. This is our thing. The Rohingya, refugee from Burma. The uh, Burmese people do not like the Muslim. I don't know who likes. So they try to kill, and they came to Bangladesh. 1.1 million Muslim entered to Bangladesh. From the red part, right-hand side, this is called Myanmar, that the whole Burma, they came to our country. And they are living now, still. We cannot send them back. They don't want to go back. So look at that. They are coming. They're not good people. Really, they're giving trouble to Burma. That's why Burma sent them back, and they came to us. Uh, 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 sick people even come. Many, many foreign American organizations is helping them. Uh, for This is the, all the refugees from Burma. Um, well, we want them to go back, but they're not going back at all. They're getting all kind of things. This is a development. I did it for the government. Uh, we help medical doctors come, help to our people. And sometimes we give them this cow. Government's so happy that we are giving this house we built for the poor people. They're not Christian. Another cow has given. Um, some people got good number of cows so that they can live the cow another house for the poor people we have done this uh, your church built our seminary building and one of your pastor and four or five of them from the Ron Hoos, Ron Hoos also went from this church to dedicate the building that's your people and um, people catch fish like this way I'm not a fisherman but I'm catching men and women for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord, thank you. The Lord has done 26 churches 
10 school building, orphanage, two hall, but yet we are looking forward to do more. And all the ministry that you have seen, all praise, honor, glory belongs to the Lord, second you. You have given, that's why I can work. Thank you and God bless you, Pastor. Did everybody get this Valley Bible sheet? How many of you got that? Uh, these are the present missionaries that we support. I think Bangladesh is the longest uh, one that we probably have had a partnership with. I want to read you a verse out of Third John talking about those who bear the gospel. He said, Beloved, it is a faithful thing you do in all your efforts for these brothers, strangers as they are, missionaries coming through, who testify to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God, for they have gone out for the sake of the name, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Therefore, we ought to so support people like these that we may be fellow workers with the truth, that we may be partners with people sharing the truth. I just wanted to say a few things. Why should we support missions? Uh, you can't get into Bangladesh today that will kill you most likely, and uh, you'd be so endangered, the whiter you are, the wealthier they probably think you are, and maybe the more Western your life is in jeopardy. And then if you said Jesus is Lord, then you would certainly uh, be killed. It's a dangerous, dangerous place that John is. I think John has reached the year of 70, and he needs a successor someone to be following. He's been doing this most of his life. Uh, but to have a representative of the gospel in that country with orphanages and schools, building churches, and uh, Valley has been overwhelmingly gracious every time, not only with him, but all those that we supported. You've been noble in the way you've supported them. I just... Uh, I would say a few things why we ought to support missions. First of all, God had one son, and he became a missionary. In John 17, he said, I sanctify myself, and I'm going to sanctify you. Well, when you have a perfect man, how in the world could he sanctify himself? He's already perfect. Sanctification for Christ is I'm setting myself apart for the Father's purpose of reaching people. When he came, he came to seek and to save the churchmen. No, he came to seek and save the lost. I just had a man ask me the question, can God bless a church that won't obey him? And he was talking about evangelism. Are you an evangelist? Do you share the gospel? I think it's interesting, after the Great Commission, go, disciple the nations, baptize those who believe, keep sharing the gospel, everything I've taught you, you teach, and obey what I'm telling you. Matthew 28. It's interesting when we come to Acts 1.8, that the power of the Spirit came. The first thing he came, he didn't talk about he'll bear love, joy, peace, and he'll make you happy. He said he will give you the power to be a witness in the city you were cowards in. I'll make you witness in the city 
where your founder was killed and where James the elder will be killed. Peter will be killed in Rome. Paul will be killed. Stephen will be killed. On and on, most all those early disciples were killed, but God gave them a boldness to make it known. Now, none of us suffer that kind of threat or persecution. Sometimes we act persecuted. We've got a persecution complex. All the liberals are taking over. So what? You can be a conservative and go to hell too. It doesn't matter where you are politically. The gospel. Are you telling people the gospel? Not your political view. The gospel view. That's what you and I are here for. And, and we'll only grow as we share the God. See, a lot of churches just growing old together. They're not reproducing because they're setting on the gospel. They're not, do you share the gospel? Should we be going not only the nations? I just read in the paper where it said, I think in the last, I believe it was a three-year period, we've had over uh, 35,000 Bay Area people leave. And they've left primarily for Texas and for Oregon, is what the article said. They've scattered other places, uh, maybe economics, rent control, whatever. But the 35,000 that have moved out have been replaced by 41,000 immigrants. And the immigrants have primarily been Chinese and Indian, probably the Silicon Valley group, engineers, but what's scary, they don't bring just the diversity of ethnicity. That's not the, they bring their religion. And uh, so you're not, I used to be in a Richmond boy uh, when I was doing street evangelism on McDonald and uh, canvassing Southside with my brother Paul, whether you were white or black, because I grew up with whites and blacks. I didn't know Asian people. I didn't know even Hispanics then. Richmond was white, black. Uh, what was wonderful in those days, no matter how unsaved I was, the person was I was talking to, because we came from the South, came from the Midwest, there was Bible roots back there. Uh, they had a praying grandmother. They, they had a praying mother. You know, there was some connection. Today, there's not that connection. Because it's a, I, I grew up uh, Buddhist. I grew up Muslim. I grew up, and I'm kind of, uh, 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 where do I start? Where, where do I get a foothold? And what we've got is the gospel. But you could be intimidated. Like our Jewish evangelists, most of you, if they say they're Jewish, we go mute. Well, they're already God's people. No, well, they're not God's child. They've got to be born again. God's got a future for Israel, but a Jew's got to be saved. They've got to put faith in Christ. So he gave us the power. He gave us the command. Uh, and I would say one thing. I think it's a powerful thing. That when a man went to hell, and the picture of Jesus in telling the story, he got so desperate, he was begging Lazarus for just a drink of water that while he was there in his tormented condition, his only concern besides getting some water, he started asking Abraham. He said, could you send somebody to reach my brothers? I've got five brothers, and I don't want them to come here. And I think, uh, have we forgotten the doctrine of hell and lostness? And did you know you might be the only evangelist to your family? You might be the only evangelist to your neighbor. And if you were in hell for one hour, you'd become an evangelist and a missionary at heart. Send somebody to keep my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, my children from going to this place. Missions is a part of this gospel. We've got to be intentional and not passive. This is why we support missions. I wish we did 10 times more, but we're doing what we do because some of you keep giving to it, keep giving to it. 
Last time John was with us, he went home with $50,000 from this church. We had one man put up 25000 as a matching gift and say, match it. And you saints match the other 25000 Thank you, Valley. Thank you for helping support this work. I want us to uh, do this. Let's take this right here. We're going to pray for missions. We're going to stand. And I want you just to pick two or three missionaries that you could intercede and ask God to supply them for their needs, give them health, give them protection, uh, give them effectiveness. And let's have a time. We'll take about three to five minutes. I would just stand. Stand with me. Uh, and uh, and do you, if you need one of these, just raise your hand. Our ushers will be glad to help you. Just raise your hand. There's several people. Just raise that. And uh, you may not even know. Here, Dave Brickner, Jews for Jesus. Uh, one of the toughest, toughest assignments going to reach his own people. Uh, options for women, trying to save the unborn, trying to save children, and trying to save young ladies that have been told this is your most convenient option is to get rid of it. We've got a, a ministry in our area that says, no, no, we'll stand with you if you keep it. We'll stand with you. We'll, we'll love you. Uh, John and Deborah Anderson, down on 2nd McDonald. What a challenging place. The place all of us old-timers used to go down and shop. Now a place of rescue. The city just this week finally gave them permission to build the Bridge of Hope. After 10 years of waiting, they got permission this week. John Anderson told me in the service. So they are thrilled. They are thrilled. Uh, Manny and Glenda Fernandez, he's all over, you know, Cuba, uh, Vietnam, Spain. Uh, from a boy from Guatemala hitchhiked to Oregon when he was 11 years old to flee. John Sarkar, Rod and Myra, they're in Mexico City. Uh, uh, Mirko, it's not micro, it's Mirko uh, in Macedonia, Greece. Kim Smith be with us next week. Uh, Dr. Batia there in India, John and Estera in Romania, uh, Oded and Bimini in the Negev in Israel, Nonilo and Fili in the Philippines. Let's go to the throne and pray where you are. We have a little noise. You don't have to be prayer, doesn't have to be mute. Uh, let's pray. Pick two or three of these that you could intercede for. God help them. Let's take this time. And I'll conclude.
Our Father, we pray that you will strengthen this missionary family and other missionaries all over the globe, many risking their lives, many are raising children in difficult places, their health is in jeopardy, their needs are in jeopardy. Uh, you know, Father, you know the sacrifices that many are making to get the gospel out. Wake us up to our opportunity. Let us redeem our opportunity to get the gospel out where we are. We live in a mission field. Men and women do not know Christ as a majority. We are the minority. We know that. May we make Christ known while we can. And we're praying supply the needs of our precious missionaries. Give them strength in their bodies, strength in their spirit. And may you bless the luncheon today as John will be able to answer questions. Uh, strengthen Kim Smith as he will be meeting with different meetings next week, sharing the burden they have for Liberia. I just ask you, Father, that you'll bless our entire efforts to support the world cause of reaching men and women for Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. We got a Bible here today, and we're going to give you a chance that if God moves you, uh, the offering's going to be helping to rebuild this house if the Lord lets us. And uh, here's a Bible, our first service. If you have any money left, if you want to give, give right here. If you don't, count yourself dismissed. Next week, I'm going to start a four sermons that are going to be saying what I remember about 48 years in this church. I'll start it with you next week. Trust you can make it.